Welcome to the Harvest Plus Podcast with Apostle Travis C. Jennings and Pastor Stephanie Jennings. Get ready for a life-changing, life-altering message that will not only change the life, but also your marriage. So get ready to receive the first original series, part one of three, by Apostle Travis C. Jennings titled Relationship Goals. Hey, this is Apostle Travis Jennings out of Atlanta, Georgia, Harvest Tabernacle Church. Well, relationships, covenant, bringing two and making them one. Wow, amazing. Well, it is really, really blessed and a happy privilege to even um, bring this to you. You know, revelation is the strongest form of breakthrough. When you get a revelation about any situation, your whole season will shift. Your life will be the better. Revelation is the very key point of living. Make sure with all thy getting, get an understanding. So get that revelation about why God connected you with this individual and why both of you all came together to make a covenant and to establish kingdom in the earth. My anchor scripture is going to be Mark, the 10th chapter, verse 9. What therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. And so as we are now building in this revelation, we're building in this revelation of relationship. It's more than just trying to be right. We are reconciling. So we give up the fight to be right. <laughs> That's right. We give up the fight to be right. We want to reconcile. Well, um, we understand that two individuals have come together to do something absolutely amazing in the earth. Well, first Peter talks about it and says that we are now partners of grace and the grace of God is more than what you do before you eat your breakfast, before you eat your lunch, before you eat your dinner. You know, growing up, I thought grace was good food, good meat. Thank God. Let's eat. No, grace is what Apostle Paul talks about. And he says that your strength is made perfect in my weakness. So Paul shares that grace is the enabling power of God to accomplish the assignment that's on both of you all. That's right. And that's what I want to deal with. Helen Keller said this, many people have sight. Few people have vision. Did you catch that? Many people have sight. Few people have vision. Proverbs 29 and 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no redemptive revelation, the people cast off restraint. Habakkuk 2 and 2 says, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain that he may run that readeth it. See, every marriage, every house, every relationship has to have vision. Can I share something with you? You'll never purchase an automobile without headlights. Because every automobile needs headlights like every marriage, every relationship needs vision. Two of you must come together corporately to write down the corporate vision. Did you hear me? I said two of you must come together and write down the corporate vision. Vision is a God-inspired view 
of the past. No, vision is a God-inspired view of the present. No, (laughs) vision is a God-inspired view of the future. Did you catch that? Vision has nothing to do about the past. It has little to do about the present. It has everything to do about the future. Similar to what Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the thoughts I think toward you, saith the Lord. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and bring you to your expected end. Meaning vision is a God-inspired view of the future. Both of you all are now considered visionaries. Did you hear that? Both of you all are visionaries, not just one person. Both are visionaries. Now, when you are constructing a vision, when you are writing a vision, when you're trying to come together and put that vision for the family, for your finances, even for your faith, most of all, for your future. Did you catch that? You're coming together, writing vision for your family, your finances, your faith, and even for your future. Well, when you write the vision, you must write it personally. Number two, passionately. Number three, presently. Number four, purposefully. Number five, prophetically. You must write the vision according to your house, not your neighbor's house, not your brother's house, not cousin them house. No, you got to work out your own soul salvation. That means this. You can't compare nor compete with another man's vision. You need to be authentically you. And when I say you, that's a corporate you, you and your spouse, you and your partner, you and the love of your life. So vision must be written down, number one, class, personally. It has to come from both of you all. Number two, it has to be written down passionately. Did you not know that passion is one of the greatest forces in the earth? Did you not know that passion causes one to live again, dream again, believe again, hope again, run again, leap again? Passion is the fuel, it is the zeal behind any plan, any work, any vision. Write it down passionately. Listen, if it doesn't move you, it may not move God. <laughs> if it doesn't call the hair on the back of your head or your neck to rise, it may not cause the back, uh, the hair on the back of your neighbor to rise. Meaning if it doesn't move you, it may not move anyone else. Make sure what you write down moves you, moves your partner professionally, excuse me, personally, passionately, presently. Many people have it, find it real hard to start writing their vision. But you must start where you are. That's it. Start with, I don't care if you in a five by seven. I don't care if you in a two bedroom, one bath apartment. I don't care if you in a palatial palace. You start where you are. Don't let anyone take the power of your starting place because your starting place is just that your starting place. It is not your end place (laughs) because God will give you more on your way than when you start. 
Number one, personally. Number two, passionately. Number three, presently. Number four, purposefully. Find the purpose. Find the why. You know, sex is beautiful in the covenant of marriage. Going out, vacationing, flying to Dubai, spending vacations in Hawaii, looking over the beautiful volcanoes in Hawaii. That's beautiful. Vacationing, lovemaking. But if you don't know the purpose, all of it is in vain. It is so important that you know the why. Because when you know the why, you can go through the what. <laughs> that was good. See, when you know the why, when you understand the why of you all coming together, the why of you all connecting, the why of you all uniting, the why of you all solidifying and coming into When you understand why, then you can go through the what. What is the what? The infirmity, the disease, the medical condition, the financial condition. See, when you understand the why, then you understand that whatever comes against this union, whatever comes against our house is only a temporary situation setting us up for a permanent blessing. Because when you understand the why, you can go through the what. You know, most folks say, what just happened? Well, guess what? I understand the why. And because I understand the why, I can go through the what. Moses understood the why. Noah understood the why. Abraham understood the why. Um, Joshua, Hannah, David, Solomon, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, e Elijah, Elijah. Jesus understood the why. That's why they can go through and handle the what. See, vision must be written down purposefully. When you know each other's purpose and you know the corporate purpose on you all's life, man, there is nothing can stop you. And no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. So it, vision must be written down personally, passionately, presently, purposefully. But number five, it must be written down prophetically. You know, I love educated people. I, oh, my God, I surround myself with the, the best of academic, you know, individuals. But if you're not around prophetic people, these are individuals that connect the future with the present. <laughs> these are people that bridge the present with the future. These are people that praise God for today, but they are absolutely excited about tomorrow. You need to get around people that's absolutely excited about tomorrow versus just being excited about today. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made, but guess what? I believe that tomorrow is going to be absolutely better than today. See, when you write down your vision prophetically, you're not just looking at the place that you are currently. You are looking from the place. That's what God told Abraham, I believe. He told Abraham, he says, Abraham, I think that's Genesis 13, 14 and 15. He says, Abraham, after you separate from Lot, Lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art, northward and southward and westward. Did you hear me? 
God tells Abram, don't look at your current condition because your current condition is subject to change. (laughs) And oh, I prophesy to someone listening to me right now that where you are, is getting ready to change. The place that you're staying at currently is not your concrete conclusion. So your current condition is not your concrete conclusion. Bible tells us, look not at the things which are seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen, they are eternal. Don't allow the enemy to cause your vision for your family, for your relationship to be limited to the current. Because if it's limited to the current, you'll never see past today. It has to be written prophetically. It has to be written prophetically, meaning I am writing down what will happen tomorrow. That's right. Go ahead and put that down. We will be homeowners. We will come out of debt. We will finish our education. We will walk into destiny. We will accomplish ministry. We will do those things that God has anointed us to do. And we will not be hindered by our current condition because our current condition is not our concrete conclusion. Vision. Why are you so passionate, Travis, about vision? Because vision brings structure. Vision brings strategy. Vision brings strength. Vision brings success. Did you catch that? When the, when the, when the couple comes together and, and they give up the fight of being right and they begin to write down their vision, it brings structure because vision streams line your life. Did you catch that? Vision streams line. That means vision brings your life into focus. Bring vision um, uh, causes your life to be more narrow versus broad. I was just with Oprah Winfrey last weekend. Absolutely powerful. And she told us that. Look me dead in the eyes and says vision is bringing your life into focus. Vision is bringing your marriage into focus. Now, when I speak about vision brings structure, strategy, strength, success, when I speak about vision streamlining, that means you're not just going to be in every person's life touching anybody going to all of the events, going to all of the different plays and parties. (laughs) No, when you have vision, it streamlines, meaning if it has nothing to do with my vision, with my family's vision, with the vision of my marriage, then I cannot participate in it. You're going to save a whole lot of money this year because you don't have the ability to walk in a false obligation. Well, you feel obligated. If I, if I don't go, they may not like me. If I don't go, they may not feel like I am a nice person. That is the disease to please. 
And that disease must be broken in the name of Jesus. Matter of fact, let's just take about 15 seconds. We come against all spirits of false obligation. We come against the disease to please. And we release the peace of God, the joy of the Lord upon you in Jesus' name. Someone just got free. Vision brings structure. It streamlines your life. It brings your life into a structure versus a puddle of water. Vision brings walls up, barriers, boundaries. You should have a boundary about your marriage. No one speaks the D word in our house. No one speaks the D word. What is the D word? No, not that D word. The other one, divorce. No one says divorce. And I see vision brings boundaries. Vision uh, builds walls and uh, vision brings um, boundaries and walls. And, and, and you can't cross this. When you don't have a vision for your marriage, anything can come in and anyone can come in. Look at Noah. Noah had a vision to build the ark. Check that out, 120 years building something. So that means building this relationship is going to take some time. It took 120 years for Noah. For you, it may take 50 years. Be patient. Be not weary <laughs> in well-doing. For due season, man, listen, give yourself time. But listen, vision brings structure. Noah built the ark. And it saved his family. Notice this large, enormous monstrosity only saved eight people. That's right. Check that out. It only saved eight people. The question is on the floor. You ready for the question? Here it is. How many can your family arc contain? That's right. How many... Can your family arc contain? If they are not in your vision, they are not allowed to come into your family arc. Vision brings structure, but vision brings strategy. You all need to set goals, short-term goals, long-term goals. And then we need to check them off. Always start with the low-hanging fruit. Always start with goals that you can accomplish easily. Say why? It builds the momentum and the zeal of accomplishment. And then you stretch. And then you stretch some more. And then it's going to bring strength. Vision brings strength. Where, for, where there's no redemptive revelation, the people cast off restraints. They do what they want to do. Your marriage is a marriage in a relationship that brings structure, strategy, strength, but vision brings success. Do you hear me? Your life is getting ready to come into focus. Your marriage is getting ready to come into focus. And everything that God has called you all to be, you're getting ready to come into that very skin. Because see, when both of you all come together um, and you have written down your vision personally, passionately, presently, purposefully, Prophetically, when you understand that vision brings structure, vision brings strategy, vision brings strength, vision brings success, vision, it engineers, empowers, and energizes 
the marriage. It, it engineers, empowers, and energizes the communion, the, com the commitment, the covenant, the communication. When you give up the fight of being right and reconcile and come together and say, wait a minute, we're dreaming together, believing together, praising God together, worshiping together. We're fasting together. We're praying together. What are you trying to say, apostle? Listen, you can do it better together. Two is better than one, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. Your vision can see through stuff. In 1978, the movie Superman came out, and we know about Superman. I mean, man, I'm telling you, he, he's faster than a speeding bullet. He's stronger than a locomotive. He flies higher than an airplane. But one of the supernatural talents that Superman has, he has X-ray vision, meaning he's able to see through walls. He's able to see through metal. He's able to see through iron. Can I share something with you? Regardless of where your marriage is right now, regardless of where your connection, your covenant is, listen, your money may be funny, your strength, your change may be strange. You may be going through something testing, something uh, turbulent, something even toxic. But can I share something with you? According to Romans 8 and 28, and we know that all things are working together for your good, your marriage vision will see through layoffs, it'll see through leaks, it'll see through lies, it'll see through loneliness, it'll see through loss, it'll see through limits, it'll see through leeches, it'll see through lamenting, it'll even see through a low point in your life. Why? You got to see through it. You cannot allow what your current condition, don't allow your current condition to parade, paralyze, and cause pain. You must call those things that be not as though they were. And you must hold each other accountable. Tell each other, listen, you know, man, Stephanie, we slept on the floor. We ate beanies and weenies. We ate oodles and noodles. But we kept reminding each other, hey, remember the vision. Remember the vision. Remember the vision. Remember? Remember, baby? And she'll look at me and said, baby, remember the vision. Remember. Remember, now our current did not look anything like division. So if it doesn't look like division, stop accepting it. Don't accept anything that don't look like your concrete conclusion. Every email doesn't need to be open. Every phone call doesn't need to be answered. Every text message doesn't need a response. If it has nothing a little to do with vision, don't give energy to it. Listen, you can't control. Many people say you have to manage your time. You can't really manage time because time had been, been established before you were born. You can't manage time. You really can't. You can't. It's always going to be a morning. <laughs> it's always going to be a lunch. It is always going to be a night. Can't manage it. It'll get away from you. It can't be stopped. But what you can do, manage energy. 
Don't give the maximum portion of energy to something minimum. Did you catch that? Don't give your maximum energy. For an example, you need to know who you are. Are you a morning person? Are you a noon person? Are you a night person? Because whatever person you are, energy is going to flow in that temperament. So if you at your best in the morning, you need to always perform in the morning. If you are if you are your best at midday, you need to do your best performance at midday. If you are your best at midnight, you need to perform meaning wherever your energy is at its best, build your world around it. Don't give your maximum energy to something minimum. Did you catch that? Well, your marriage, your goals, your relationship goals, manage your energy. Don't give all energy to a fight. Don't give all energy to frustration. Don't give all energy to failure. Did you not know failure is not a person? Failure is an event that only happened one day. Move on to your future. Get up and fight for your relationship. Fight for your covenant. Well, listen, give up the right to be, give up the fight to be right. Reconcile. Did you hear me? Give up the fight to be right and begin to reconcile. Wow, that was amazing. So listen, Every marriage, every goal, every marital goal should be coming together with vision, writing our vision together so we can walk in prosperity. Not only walk in power and potential and purpose, but I really believe that your finances are getting ready to increase. As you begin to put these things in order, God is no respect to person, but he is a respect to principle. And God will give you more on your way than when you start. And God is able to bring you into the company of the people you need to know and the knowledge of the things you need to know that is crucial for your success and destiny in life. And God is able to raise up somebody somewhere to use their power and their ability and their influence to help you. Can I share something with you? <laughs> Your marriage is getting ready to go to the next level. Do you hear me? Several streams of income are getting ready to find your house. God is calling you out of the minors and now placing you in the majors. <laughs> Can I share something with you? Every test that you all had to go through, you've been a blended family, a traditional family, even once was a single family, a broken family, a, a battered family, even a bitter family. All of the vicissitudes, all of the tests that you had to go through is now creating this beautiful tapestry called testimony. My God, everything is working together for both of you all. Man, go ahead and say this with me. I absolutely believe that life and death is in the power of your tongue. Your tongue is the pen of a ready writer. What does that mean? Your next chapter for your marriage is not in your wallet. It's not in my mouth. Your next chapter for your marriage and the success of it is in your mouth. 
So say this with me, Father, in the name of Jesus, I acknowledge your divine plan for marriage. Father, I am aware of the pattern you've designed and I appreciate it. Father, I commit to the journey ahead through destiny, development, and even discovery. I decree and declare that my love for my spouse is held in high regard. I love them as I love myself and as Christ loved the church. I decree and declare that the home we're building together is built on trust that causes it to be a safe house, that transparency flows. I vow to cover my spouse through prayer and fasting to ensure that those dreams and godly desires will manifest. I vow to protect my spouse, that no evil will consume them and come near their dwelling. I vow to be present. I vow to be alert and to be sober and attentive and sensitive to my spouse's needs and desire. Father, I walk in grace that causes us to triumph through any problem, predicament, and even perplexities. Father, we will be a shining light of wealth and wisdom that causes others to look to you and receive salvation, strength, and even supply. I decree and declare that my spouse will walk out their assignment and fully embrace their potential. The metron on my spouse is increasing and steadily growing. I decree and declare wealth and riches are in our house and our home. I decree and declare poverty and lack is never to be associated with us and our partnership. I decree and declare that we are a force that can't be stopped or defeated. And whatever we unite to do, it will come to fruition in Jesus' name. Listen, I don't want to be right. I want to reconcile. This has been your brother and friend, Apostle Travis Jennings. And remember, this is the beginning of something beautiful. Thank you for listening to this original series only on Harvest Plus. If you enjoyed this message and it touched you, we would like you to share it with someone that you think will be touched by it. And while you are doing that, please leave a review on our podcast on whatever podcast outlet you are listening to, if it be Apple, Google, or Spotify. Apostle Travis C. Jennings has a new book coming out, How to Love a Black Woman, which you can find in other life-changing content that you can purchase at the Harvest Tabernacle Church website, www.theharvesttabernacle.org. We'd like to thank you again for listening and have a blessed day.